All my good people out there listening all across the globe. Next Legacy Radio is now partnered with America's team. Yep, you guessed it. Next Legacy is partnered up with the Dallas Cowboys. Listen, they're not just America's team for a reason, right? Y'all gotta go shop that apparel. And we got the hookup for y'all. Listen, shop all the best Dallas Cowboys gear at the official online shop of the Dallas Cowboys. Shop for them jerseys, different kinds of Dallas Cowboys apparel, hats, and a whole lot more. The official store is now part of Next Legacy, so check it out. Make sure you go to www.nextlegacy.com forward slash partners. Go find that Dallas Cowboys star. Go get that logo, y'all. Be a part of America's team. Tap in. Go shop. Stay hungry, though. While you listening to Next Legacy Radio, a radio station for the people. Be sure to follow me all over social media at Denaya Azure, D-A-N-A-Y-A-A-Z-U-R-E. And like the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Denaya Designs for you, facebook.com forward slash Denaya Azure Radio. And be sure to subscribe to me on YouTube. Just type in Denaya Azure. Hey guys, this is Ben Alexander, and you are now tuned in to Denia Your Radio. Well, hello, Miss Sin, and welcome to Denia Azure Radio. How are you today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? I am good. I'm super excited for you to be here. It's so awesome. Um, I originally got to introduce to you when you started working. Well, when I, uh, when, you started, when you started back working with Malik. So how did you originally start in the entertainment industry? Oh, well, um, quite by accident. I used to uh, model and do promotional modeling um, to help pay for college. And then from, you know, promotional modeling, music videos, is kind of how I got into the industry, meeting artists and people behind the scenes. Oh, that's super dope. How did you get into songwriting? Um, I just recently entered officially as a songwriter. I used to sit in on sessions with Malik forever and then other artists. And like, you know, when you're in a session, it's kind of natural that people ask you like, hey, what, how does this sound? How does this, you know, flow? What is this? What is this? And so you don't even think of it as songwriting or, or production. You just think of it, you know, hey, they need help find a word that rhymes with, you know, whatever. So it was like, it was a really a natural progression because I'm a I'm a poet and I write poetry, so um, moving into songwriting was not that difficult. You know, if you just follow, kind of follow your skill set, and it takes you it takes you from there. So, what's one of the first poems that you ever wrote? Oh, that's embarrassing. Um, <laughs> when I was in junior high, <laughs> the first I wrote I wrote poems all the time as a kid. And so my mom has um, poems from when I was, like, in fifth grade 
and stuff about like my cat and like the school would publish it in like the school uh-huh. newsletters and stuff. So <laughs> all the way back That's to adorable. like grade school, middle school, and then you know when I hit high school, that's when, like, you know, what was it, Love Jones and all those, all those movies came out. And so then it became cool to do, you know, spoken word poetry. And so I moved into that. I, I didn't like that as much because, you know, you have to be in front of people, and I was very much not that person that was going to, you know, get up there and like, hey, blah, 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 this is the word, and, you know, I was not that person. See, it's interesting now to say that you were to see that you were shy back then because now you're absolutely not shy at all. So it's really, really uh, fun to to hear that you know back then you were a little a little bit shy when it came to your work for sure. <laughs> I think I think all artists at their core are kind of introverted and kind of shy. It's like a little switch that turns on when we have to get on stage and do things for you know with other people and stuff. And it's definitely something that's a growth process. Absolutely. And Sin Alexander, who is not only a model, but a poet, a songwriter, and now an author, is my guest here on Denia Azure Radio. So what would you say has been one of your favorite records that you've written and why? Um, One of the my favorite would have to be um, a song by Just True. She's here in Atlanta, and it's called Maybe. I helped write the original version, and then I just kind of um, chimed in on the version that she did. But I love that song. I love it to death. I love both the original version with the original artist who's now retired. She's a mommy, so she's kind of left the music industry. Um, and then with the one with Just True, she's a phenomenal artist here in Atlanta. And so she took it and she put her own spin on it, her own personality on it. And even then, it just it shines. So I would have to say that's one of my favorites that I've worked on so far. I definitely have to hear that record because it just sounds like the energy in your voice makes me know that it's super dope. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's it's super dope. She has, I think, to date over a million streams on that song. That's with, like, very little push. I know as artists, nice. when you have to push a song, it's all on you if, you don't, if you're not able to label all that marketing. So with just organic reach, she's reached over, you know, a million streams just on um, SoundCloud and Spotify. So. That is definitely We're enjoying it. <laughs> absolutely as you should as you said and it's so important I think I love what you just said about that organic reach for me that organic reach is so much more valuable because people are telling you you know your audience tells you what they like and they and to have your audience appreciate your work to that extent is just absolutely phenomenal Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we live in a world where people want instant gratification, so it's very tempting to be like, you know, I'm a buy, like, I'm a buy follows. But it doesn't translate Mm -hmm. into having a fan. And if you go to shows and the shows are empty, it's like, okay, that's not cool. (laughs) Precise. Right, right. Exactly right. You got 5,000 fans, but, like, five people show up at your shows. Not right, right. All that. (laughs) All that. That's not fun at all. It is not fun. No way. So how did you start working with Millie Fusas? Um, I'm gonna tell my age a little bit. Um, way back in the olden days, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I met Malik actually at an event that I was um a promotional model at. It was a party for um 
back then he was Diddy. He was Puff Daddy. He wasn't Diddy. Um, and it was the I Need a Girl remix. Oh. And so we were both at that event, and um, he was interested in talking to a friend of mine at the time that was there. So he kind of came down from the VIP and and talked with us and spoke with us, and then from there we just kicked off a you know almost a twenty two twenty three year friendship. That's super awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's why that's why that's why I would say yeah, be nice, be nice to everybody. You never know who you're meeting. That is so 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 true. I say that all the time. You never know who's in the room, so be kind to everyone you meet. You really yeah, don't. And yeah. I think the misconception is that, like, you know, if you're not dressed the best or whatever, that you're not important. The people that have the most money and that are typically in charge are the ones that are not going to dress like it because they don't have to because it's their production. So be kind to, you know, down from the, you know, the, the major celebs down to the doorman, down to the janitor, because you don't know who that person yep. knows. So. Yep. For sure. Yep. <laughs> Um, let's see. So what has been one of your most memorable moments working on set? Working, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. What has been one of your most memorable moments working on set? On set? Oh, my God, there's so many. <laughs> each, 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 adventure, each adventure has its own favorite memory. Um <laughs> For me, when when I'm working, I'm I'm in a whole different work mode. But you know, I was on set one time, and one of the artists they had their models, and none of the models brought underwear. And you don't realize how big a deal that is until you turn like all those super hot lights on, and you can see everybody's business. So it quit. It went quickly oh, from a fun loving, <laughs> a fun loving, oh, you know, no. just a regular video to like some X-rated stuff. So. When I saw you, we we went to Family Dollar of all places. It was the nearest place, and grabbed as many underwears and bras as we could possibly find, and just told them to make it work. <laughs> I think that was the most embarrassing, like, because you know when you're on set, it's mostly a male set, and you yeah. know they bring in they bring in like female stylists and hairstylists, makeup. But for the most part, it's pretty much a male-dominated um, arena. And so a lot of the details and stuff are left to, you know, the assistants and the females on the on the, on the the set to kind of, like, counterbalance all that male energy. And so, you know, when I saw them getting dressed, I told the designer, I was like, you know, I think they really probably should have some undergear. Oh, no, no, everything's fine. Everything, I do this, you know, all the time, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hmm. I think those lights are a little bright. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so that was definitely one of the most interesting shots. And it was it was, it was was one of those love song, R&B songs, and it was really not sexual at all. So right. <laughs> it took a whole different Oh, my God. It took a while for, like, the camera guys and the sound guys to get unembarrassed, but I thought it was hilarious. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. I can't even imagine. And here's the thing, though. Like, that should be in your model bag. How do you not have the right underwear? You're supposed to have multiple different shades because you don't know what you're going to wear. It's always a black, a nude, and a white. Little. Now, Models. I'm, I'm a black, school, nude, I'm a white. Model, so, in your model bag, you definitely should have things like 
different pairs of yes. undergarments, slips, camisoles, um, even like I mean, people don't wear them as much, but pantyhose. All of that stuff yes. is supposed to be in your model bag because you never know what type of foundation garment, if any, you might need, especially like swimsuits, things like that. Exactly. So, uh, for anybody oh. out there that is modeling, whether that you're doing traditional runway, print, <laughs> or music videos, please pack underwear <laughs> even if you don't wear them on a regular basis. Please. And you need to have like, at, least, at least one or two pair of full briefs because thongs are not going to work. <laughs> no. And that's my thing, too. It's like, okay, so, like, especially if you're trying to model, model. Like, thongs are not going to work because you're not going to put on a, have a thong on and you're in a $5,000, $10,000 dress. Like, come on now. It's not. I mean, not I, I would just say, I would just pack a variety that way, the designer, and you can work together yeah. to get the possible look. Precisely. <laughs> And that's what's so important because you have to you have to think of every possibility, and like yeah, said, you don't know what what you're walking into, so you want to make sure that you're prepared. You want to make sure you have your own makeup. Yep, you can't assume that they're gonna have everything you need. There has been lots of times when I had to pull out my own makeup bag and I had to pull out my own, mm-hmm. you know, hair kit, where you had to go through the little those little staples that you keep in your model bag to kind of augment, you know, the wardrobe on set. She said staples in the model bag. That one I did not know. Tank tops, camisoles, jeans, shorts. I mean, anything you can think of that you might need, depending on the theme of the, of the set, you might want to you might want to take with you. Definitely. Yes, and even, you know, and I think, and I know you talked about modeling back then, so not uh, Fenty just came out a few years ago, so like, explain what you had to go through when it came to makeup artists as a black model. What that struggle was like for those who don't know. Um, well, anyone that doesn't know, I would be considered racially ambiguous. I have a a mixed um, ethnic. I never say racial ethnic background, but even right. you know, with the lighter skin, there are challenges. Makeup artistry has come a long, long way. Um, you have really talented makeup artists um, that are able to mix and blend your foundation and mix and blend um, your makeup to make it flatter your skin tone and your face. There's, there's always going to be one of some makeup artists that have their own issues and biases that will try to mess up your face a little bit, but always be prepared. I always carried foundation, mm-hmm. powder, concealer. I mean, those, those were just standard things you had in your in your in your go-to bag. Um, for models and, and and artists now, I still say pack your own stuff, pack your own brushes, pack I your agree. own things. Um, bring your own foundation just in case. I've never had an issue. Um, all the events that I've done since then, and and the, and the different things that I do with Malik, we always have some of the best makeup artists out there, and, and I try to find yeah. you know people the same hue as me. <laughs> Right, yeah. Because it matters. All about it does. You know, minority business, black business, Latinas, all of that. So I always, you know, support their business. But just in case, I always bring my own. You never know. Absolutely. And then Alexander, who is an author, a poet, and a lyricist, is my guest here on Denia Azure Radio. So you were a speaker at Comic Con this year. 
What was that like? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Comic-Con was amazing. Um, for anyone that has never gone, it is an experience. You should definitely, definitely go. Um, I'm a long-time self-proclaimed nerd. I love all things, you know, sci-fi, magic, comic books. I mean, whatever you can think of, I've probably watched it or have, have participated in some type of nerd. So... <laughs> So for me, this was like, it was like a dream. It wasn't real until I was actually at the table and they put the little placard in front of you with your name on it. And it was just like, oh, wow, people are going to ask me questions about stuff. <laughs> but, but it was absolutely amazing. Um, I was on the panel for Supreme Comics. Um, Supreme Comics is created by Malik Youssef, of course, who I work for. Um, and it's just, it's a beautiful, new, diverse, um, comic book universe, you know, there's some stuff in there that he's created that, you know, hasn't been done before, hasn't been seen before. Um, beautiful characters. It takes a little bit from um, mythology, from legend, from lore, from all over the globe. So we have all type of global stories um, that are kind of intermixed with our modern day lives. So you'll find elements of all types of different, you know, ethnicities, backgrounds, cultures, and it's just really much a love project and an appreciation project of all of our stories and, and being able to tell those stories on a, you know, platform that already in itself has such a huge following. Comic books are like superheroes. They have a huge following and they allow us to tell stories um, yeah. that we normally don't get a chance to tell without, you know, without any bias towards it. Absolutely. So you were also there when the Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever trailer <laughs> dropped. Explain <laughs> the energy that was in that space because I can't even imagine the reaction of that crowd. Okay, so in all honesty, I was working the booth. I was not able to sneak away. But we all knew it was coming because everyone had circled it in our Comic-Con books. And we were like, okay, if we get a minute, we got to sneak. We got to go and look at this and we got to see it. Unfortunately, I watched it on my phone. <laughs> but it brought me to tears and I loved it. It got very quiet. If you've ever been to any type of convention, you know all the ambient noise and you kind of get used to it and it's really loud. When I say a hush, came over Comic-Con, mm. a hush came over Comic-Con. They were in, uh, I think it was Room H, which was like somewhere to the northwest of us of where our booth was. And all you heard mm. was like the trailer start, of course, with the Marvel theme, and then everything was quiet. And then after the trailer ended, all we heard was this explosion of noise. Mind you, we're in the middle oh. of this huge convention center, so you don't expect that. Like, we, you know, we hear, you know, when when The Rock was there, we heard the crowd say, oh, my God. You know, you could hear that, that type of stuff. Yeah. But the moment the trailer ended, all you heard was, like, a roar from the crowd. And it was such love and such appreciation. It was an epic moment. And even as far away as we were, I just felt like, oh, wow. Okay, the trailer dropped. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and it. Um, I think the the reason for that was for people that that 
don't know and under and understand the power of that movie. For me, it was when it when it first came out. It was seeing all these beautiful brown faces along this wall. That was the, my my biggest moment, I would say, because you know when it comes to the entertainment industry and acting that that there's such a huge colorism issue. So to see oh, yeah. these beautiful brown faces just they're prominent and strong and we're not slaves and we're not just the, the best friend. We're actually like leading and really and showing power and showing our strength. Like that for me was the super, super important. And then to find out, uh, Chad, rest in peace, Chad Roseman, to, to find out that he was sick during all of this and he chose yeah. the role that he chose specifically that role so that he could make an impact and leave a legacy to know that and then to see that the next one came out and they made sure to show honor to him and the way that uh into the bastard said you know they've taken my entire family away what am i supposed to do now like does all of that yeah really really get you amped up because you know that the reason that this, that we were able to even get to this point is because of how people came out and supported. Because let's be very clear, they were not expecting it to do that well. They didn't even have toys out when it first dropped. <laughs> they, I, I, I remember that they they didn't even have toys out for the freaking movie. Yeah, I remember I remember reading the Black Panther comic as a kid, mm-hmm. and so growing up in a world where you know, we did not have equal representation where there were not a mm-hmm. lot of Asian black characters or African characters or any anything that was non American and non you know, non white. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of people, especially Gen Xers, it was kinda of like a culmination of all of your fanboy, fangirl dreams. And then to mm-hmm. see it so beautifully displayed across, like you said, on in the artwork in the movie and how beautiful yeah. it was. I mean, that was like, you know, hey, we 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 proved, Marvel proved, Disney proved, you know, Hollywood proved that, you know, despite what the belief is that, you know, minority films don't do as well, that if you have a bunch of black leads or Asian leads or, you know, anything non-white, it won't sell. I mean, it it, it put proof to that lie. So it's like, you know, hey, it, yes. it does that. And like you said, um, there was a lot of controversy about not recasting the character T'Challa. Um, but then you have to look at the mythology of the Black Panther. The Black Panther is mm-hmm. the hero of the people. And each generation, yes. there's a new hero. So I love mm-hmm. that they, they, you know, allow T'Challa to die and, and rose a new hero. So my biggest fear was that yes. they would just end the franchise with, okay, Black Panther's over. <laughs> no more Black Panther. Right. When I know. No. When in reality, yeah. You know, at least in the lore, and at least in the in the in the stories, it's you know, it's passed down from father to son, or, or for each new leader yeah. becomes the Panther. And so, you know, when he visited his dad in ancestral lands, he saw all of those people that had come before. And so now we get yeah. to see him, you know, kind of like a Jedi. Now he's Obi Wan. He, you know, now there's people coming behind him that will take up that mantle and take up that role. And so. And that and that way, that character never dies. Like you know, if Wolverine dies, and that's the end of Wolverine. If you know, Professor X dies, that's the, the end of Professor X. But I think with like the role of, of a Black Panther, there can always be yeah. someone that takes that mantle. Absolutely. And author, lyricist, poet, 
Sin Alexander is my guest here on Denia Azure Radio. So what made you want to write a book? Um <laughs> Well this particular this particular book was not that difficult. I I pulled a lot. It's called um Effort, but you know, obviously the curse word. A guide to living your best life now. Um, throughout my life I have, you know, gone through my own issues and stuff. People have always turned to me for advice. I don't know why they do, they just do. Um, I'm I'm known to give people the truth straight up with no chaser. Um, and then I belong yes. to several women's groups and organizations and, you know, I've spoken at them and and mentored different young women on different paths in their life. Even when I felt that, you know, I was not, quote, living my best life, to somebody you are. Um, mm. And so um, I just took those experiences and, and my journey and, and kind of made, like, a little quick self-help guide to getting out of the box that you may be stuck in and moving forward with your life. So for me, it wasn't even about writing a book. It was just kind of taking, we call it wisdom or, you know, common sense and just putting it to paper. So I'm hoping that it helps whoever needs to help it reaches whoever it needs to reach and that people just have fun and enjoy reading it. It's a very, I, I try to stay away from being preachy. I just, you know, say what I say. It is what it is. So I I hope people take it that way. <laughs> when they're reading it and just I hope they get from it what they need and like I said if you are very sensitive to curse words this might not be the book for you but if you're you know, talking, <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if, if you're tired of you know living in the same circle and doing the same things and you don't feel like you are getting where you need to be or you just need a word of encouragement I encourage you to pick up pick it up it's a quick read it's not that long um, there's a lot of journal entry pages in there and just things to make you think and look at your life. So, But I do know why people come to you when it comes to, uh, you know, advice. You Not only do you give a straight no chaser, but you definitely are there when it comes to um, getting in the thick of it and, and you find ways, I don't even know, you just find stuff. Like, you find ways to make, you make it work for real. Like, I've seen you make it work. Like, okay, we, okay, we don't have this. We're going to put this together and try and try this out and work this and, and blend this together, and it comes out super dope. Like, I've been, I've been on set with her, like, oh, my God, how did you make that work? You know, so we're going to take this, we're going to take this one room and make it look like it looks like a whole club, like those kinds of things. You know, so I absolutely, you know, and then even when it comes to, you know, when it comes to bad kids, because she is so amazing uh, when it comes to helping out with teaching of, of bad kids, she'll come in and just be like, oh, this is the line we need, da da da, da. We need to put this here, this here, arrange that, and she's just really, really uh, phenomenal when it comes to that piece. So I, I absolutely know why people come to you because you are real, you are raw, and you know what you're talking about. So people trust you when it comes to... Uh, your knowledge and your experience for sure. And we already know if you've been working with Malik for 20 years, <laughs> you definitely have, um, you, you've done something right because working with Malik has definitely been a joy in terms of just the experiences that, that we've had and even like the late night sessions and all that kind of stuff. You know, we do that because we know it's going to lead to something great. So, yes. for sure. Yes. Yes, walking walking with me for 20 years has been my honor and a blessing. Um, he is truly a brother 
um, he is an uncle to my children, godfather. Um, and he he brings a lot of wisdom. He brings a lot of learning. And he's he's one of those people that are open to learning. So, you know, I see it this way. If you don't have friends in your life that you can grow with, then you're not yeah. growing. You're stacking. And it might be time to look at new friends. But I have always learned from him. He's learned, hopefully learned from me. And we just, we thrive. And so those type of friendships, those type of relationships, you know, when you find them, they definitely need to be cultivated. They need to be nurtured. Um because they're they're awesome, and I hope I wish for everyone to have those type of relationships where you're you're both pouring into each other's lives and and making a difference not only in their life but in the lives of people that they love. Absolutely. So when it's all said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? Um, I don't really worry about a legacy. I think I think that we all make we're like uh, a rock that's thrown into water that makes ripples. I think that every move that we make, everything that we do causes a ripple. And so I just want people to think of me fondly. I want them to laugh and they, they have a memory of me. I want them to say, hey, remember that one time? I don't, you know, worry so much as, about as building a legacy. I think building a legacy comes with living your life. And when you live your life to your best yes. and you're participating in this craziness that we call life, then that's your legacy. And, you know, whether it's a small one, whether it's a big one, whether it has a global impact or it just has, you know, an impact among your closest family and friends, that is a legacy. Um, you know, we all wish to, you know, build something and leave something for our children. You know, I'm working now to build wealth and to build stability for them. But ultimately, I don't want them to just know me by my presence. I want them to know me by my presence. So, yeah, I think that's the biggest legacy that we can leave in this world. Absolutely. So go ahead and tell everyone where they can find you, book you, um, and follow everything that you're doing. Um, I'm pretty easy to find. Uh you can Google Sven Alexander, S-Y-N Alexander. Um, there also is another artist with that name, but you can just ignore him. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Let's love, let's, love to him. let's love to him and his endeavors. Um, my legal name is Bryson Hampton, and that's spelled B-R-Y-C-S-Y-N. So if you type that in Google, you can pretty much find me everywhere. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I run my own account, so, you know, if you leave me a message, I will try my best to get back to you. Um, and then, like I said, if you want to book me for public speaking or, you know, you just want to chat, you have some questions, just hit me up on Instagram. I'm not I'm not hard to find. Definitely, definitely. And if you're booking her, make sure you're just right. Please and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Right. We don't we don't mind yeah. we don't mind that change that jingle, but we prefer the bills that follow. So. <laughs> Period. That's right there. Yes, I, I, I am I am available. I am available for public speaking, um, mentorship, sitting on panels. I do all of that. Um you can find my book on Amazon. Um, you can either Google my name, it'll it'll pop right up or um uh, just type in F it, you know, with all of the expletives in there with guys living your best life. And you should be able to find it. If and not, I'll make sure to have. <laughs> I was just gonna say, yep. I was, I'm actually gonna make sure that I have 
the link for your for that book on Amazon on my website, so you guys can go to denialisjoy.com and grab it there as well. Yes, that, and, that'll be know, yeah. so. Grab it, grab it, grab it, grab it. Um, I also have some some beautiful new music projects that I'm working on. I have a single that will be dropping this fall. Um, yes. Peak, so she will be letting you guys her her favorite people Ew. get a sneak peek of that. Um, and then of course with Bad Kids, I need you guys to join Bad Kids where you can meet people like me, like Denaya, like Malik, other people that come through. Um, it really is a place for songwriters and producers to learn the art and the craft of doing it because it really is an art. It's not something that's just, you know, just around that you can pick up. It's something that's, that's, that's crafted. So come, come grow with us, come learn with us. Hey, you might even get a chance to work on my album. So make sure you. Yes, which is, which is going to be super epic. I cannot wait for sure. Thank you so much for coming on. You are so amazing. I love working with you. Um, I, I love the fact that you guys have got to work together in person and your energy is just off the chain. You're absolutely gorgeous. You have so much knowledge and you've been so helpful when it comes to bad kids and just motivating the artists and making sure that we're getting the songs on point and making sure the lyrics are tight and all that. So I truly, truly appreciate everything that you do for sure. I appreciate you as well. You are a beautiful, beautiful spirit. So, you know, like I said, the goddess brings people into your life and you just got to appreciate them and love them while they're here. So it's been a pleasure being a part of your show and uh, talking with your audience. So I look forward to many, many things to come. Absolutely. Hey, what's up, Mr. Naya Azure? Be sure to follow me all over social media at Denia Azure, D-A-N-A-Y-A-A-Z-U-R-E, and like the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Denia Designs for you, facebook.com forward slash Denia Azure Radio, and be sure to subscribe to me on YouTube. Just type in Denia Azure. Black boy, black, black man, black. different struggle, black. the same dance. Black. Growing up, black. getting knocked down. Black, black king, black. but no crown. Black, black issues, black, black problems, black, black situations, black. no solving. Black. No justice black. and no peace. Black, black bloodshed black. running in these black streets. Black, black business, black, black schools, black, black laws. Black rules, good cops, clean arrest, bad cops, seven bullets in his flesh, black love, black pride, black fall, now blacks rise, black ball, there's no work, black pen, our black earth, black sales, black worth, black eyes, black lies, black skies, black ties, and black rights, and black vibes. It's a dedication to people we know and love. No disrespect to others, but this right here is for us. We often see the media showing a different side, but never displaying positivity and black pride. This a dedication to people we know and love. No disrespect to others, but this right here is for us. We often see the media showing a different side, but never displaying positivity and black pride. Black allegiance, black, black flags, black, black mothers, black, black dads, black, 
Black churches, black, black estates, black, black community building, black. erasing all black hate, black, black footprints, black, black excellence, black, black inventions, the reason black. some tech is relevant, black, black scholars, black, black dollars, black, black dreams like Martin, black. we need to go and follow, black, black and bold, black. blacks in control, black, blacks in fashion, black, blacks clothes, black, blacks mining, black, black gold, black, black entertainment, black. Black shows, blacks passion, black action, blacks love, black satisfaction, black wealth, black health, blacks dealing with the cards in their hands we were dealt, black streams, now black titles, black ownership, no black rivals, black teams, black own, blacks creating a vision that when they come they own, it's a dedication for people we know and love. No disrespect to others, but this right here is for us We often see the media showing a different side But never displaying our positivity and black pride Pride, pride, pride I need for you to look Deep inside the black pupils that so calmly reside Within the inner rings of black kings and queens' eyes Witness the utmost core of existence Betwixt black space dust a star lies Pure passion and determination We shot ourselves through the vast Only to land On a planet filled with hatred Went from thick holy robes to soul naked Convinced to act as everything that's unsacred Awaiting the awakening It's happening Now this peace is all for the taking And listen, trumpets blowing Wind is whistling Can't you hear it? It sings the shaitan's bones to trembling Saying Get yours, baby, bro, get yours Get yours, little sis, get yours This a dedication to people we know and love No disrespect to others, but this right here is for us We often see the media showing a different side But never displaying positivity and black pride This a dedication to people we know and love No disrespect to others, but this right here is for us We often see the media showing a different side But never displaying positivity and black pride Black allegiance, black flags, black mothers, black dads Black churches, black estates, black community building, erasing all black hate Black footprints, black excellence, black inventions, the reason some tech is relevant Black scholars, black dollars, black dreams like Martin, we need to go and follow